0: you're listening to essence of Spalding and this is jazz is not what you think it's what you do yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dianne and Debbie Thompson powdered sugar
1: Sharing the cover with Don Chadle, this issue of Jazz Is Magazine is none other than Esperanza Spalding. Espy is coming to a stage near you, and she's coming with a little bit of a twist this time. She's coming as Emily D. And it's more than just a project. She'll tell you about that in our conversation. But before we get started, be sure to log on to bestjazzmagazine.com, where you can get jazz is... Print, digital, bundle, however you want it, we'll deliver it to you. I'm Michael Fagan, the founder of Jazz Is, and you're listening to another episode of Jazz Is Not What You Think. Hey. Hi I'm Michael Fagan here. How are you? Hi. Uh, any relation to Donald? No. She thinks yeah, she's you my
0: cousin. all
1: the time. I get it all the time. Oh, actually, he wishes he was. Huh? He wishes he was. <laughs> no, he's,
0: he's a, a... I'll meet
1: you. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's it's been almost 10 years since you and I met. Um, you know, my yeah. editor... Yeah, it, back, back at, at one of our clubs. But before that, my editors introduced me to your first solo album. And, of course, we all instantly fell in love with you in a way. And uh, if, I don't know if you remember back then, we decided to... Uh, put you on the cover of Jazz's magazine. And I believe it may have been your first. Oh, and that's right. What? Oh,
0: yeah, the, the club down in Florida.
1: That's right. And, and, and you know, yeah. if, you, if you remember back then, our creative team decided to go with a very, very close up shot with you. You looked so beautiful. And I, I, I went up to you at my club and I said, how did you like the cover? And you say, I hated that cover. i did and i still do all right
0: i appreciate i don't i don't hate that you did it i'm so grateful but i do hate that cover
1: well you said it made you look young and innocent
0: yeah that's how people want to see me so it's just frustrating sometimes when people overdo their own projection onto me as a young woman yes and it's not high feel. so i don't like it when an image that's on the cover something doesn't reflect how I feel about myself, and I, I feel like other people's angle supersedes the reality of what they're there to capture. You know? sure. I guess they're there to capture their reality, but it's frustrating when it doesn't match your reality. You know? but yeah. It, it yeah. was what it was. It's all good.
1: Yeah, I'm, well,
0: grateful. I'm so grateful. Don't get it twisted. I'm just going to tell you the truth. because you asked me?
1: <laughs> ah, well, you know, we've done a couple covers since then, and, and uh, actually we uh, hopefully uh, changed a little bit direction, but, you know, when you talked about being young and innocent, in this crazy music business that we're in, what innocence have you lost?
0: Oh, well, I wouldn't call it innocence. I just, it was just naivety.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, I I thought people really gave a fuck about each other. Uh-huh. I really believe that because I care about people. If I'm working with somebody or you know, talking with them or agreeing to share my time and energy with them, I assume that we're both there because we care about each other. Mm-hmm. And I started to learn that there's a lot of lying that happens and a lot of feigned compassion, a lot of feigned interest, and a lot of feigned commitment that only lasts as long as there's something to be gained from the relationship. Yeah. I don't know what fucking rock I was living under, but I, I discovered the reality of that aspect of the business kind of on my own, you know, nobody gave me a clue to the fact that that was really operating. My mom had been trying to tell me that for years, and I just thought she was, like, overreacting, because I really believed in people, I guess. I wanted to see the best in people. So now, you know, 10 years since the first time we met, it's become really clear who actually gives a shit about what I do, me as a person. And who are just around because there's something in it for them, and it's cool. Now I'm I'm very comfortable with with both kinds uh, of relationships. I just didn't know the difference. Yeah, uh, well, ten years ago. So, but I wouldn't call it like innocence lost. It's just <laughs> it's part of what you learn as you go, and I'm really grateful that I had that naive outlook because uh-huh. I was willing to dive into things with people that I probably would have been much more reticent to to give. Myself into if I would have known that they probably were just there because they thought they could fuck me, they thought they could get some money, or they thought it would make them look good, you know. Right. Um. But that's cool, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, and the on the um, in the spring issue of Jazz is you you share a cover with Don Cheadle, um, and Don and I had a, ah. a yeah Don and I had a, a long talk the other day, and we talked about you. And um, he also shared with me the final minutes of, of his new movie Miles Ahead, which features, as you know, a live performance with you and Herbie and Wayne and Gary Clark and Antonio Sanchez, and of course, Don is Miles. What was that movie/ slash performance like? So real? Yeah.
0: So real. No, it was like it was like stepping into another dimension. I I, I don't know. I really, I don't have much feedback because it was totally tripped out of my mind to be in that space with those people, to experience playing the track that Robert wrote with those people.
1: Yes, I I forgot Robert Glasper, of
0: course. Yeah. So they asked me to play electric bass. And in that context, I was very uncomfortable. I would have felt much more comfortable playing as free as they wanted me to play on acoustic bass. So I was just, I was also just not in my ideal medium to be playing with those guys in that context. Uh-huh. So that was like a whole other thing of like, I, I knew I had to just not think, or I'd be fucked. Cause <laughs> I didn't think I could do what they wanted me to do. And I knew if I was actually thinking that, I definitely wouldn't. But sometimes there's this little window that if you can slip into it, this is like, you don't know you can't do it, so somehow you can if you're going for it. I was just hoping that that would take over and work for, in my favor that day. So it was all very surreal. It was, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I was hardly there. My, my, the part of my brain that forms memories was barely present.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you know, but what's interesting, as a result, you look the happiest in the film. Oh, funny. The look on your face is, huh. oh, you, I mean, Don and I talked about that. The look is priceless. It's like, here we are. And, and he was saying, he goes, I'm on the same stage as Esperanza Spalding, Robert Glasper, Antonio Sanchez, Herbie, Wayne. It, it's it, it doesn't get better than that. In fact, he told me that he would give up his day gig just to go do that. <laughs> 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 He's so cool. a Don
0: Kilo, man. He's like the coolest.
1: In he the coolest. Yeah. He is the coolest. He is the coolest. All right, so let's talk about your new record because um, I love it, and and it, what I love about it, and, and I, this may be a little bit off, but I I look forward to a new Esperanza Spaulding record, even though we'll talk about Emily in a second. Kind of like I looked forward to new Beatles records. You never know what oh you can expect, and this one. I know there's kind of a movement to almost for it not to be an Esperanza Spalding record. Um No,
0: it can't not, that wasn't that wasn't ever part of the game plan.
1: Okay, so, so I mean tell me
0: about I, that. I'm the creative director, you know. I mean, if you can imagine somebody came along and was like, Hey man, I don't okay, what you you're a writer. What else do you do? You, you. I'm talking to you. Mr. Fagan. What do you do? Do you write? You, you're obviously a writer. You're a journalist. So you must write. What else do you do? Uh,
1: I'm, I'm actually a radiologist by day.
0: Right. So you're a radiologist. Okay, what else is in your i house? Um, I'm,
1: a, I'm, I'm a dad with five kids.
0: Right on. Right on. So uh, somebody comes up to you and they're like, look, man, I have this thing I need to express. And I feel like it's going to be like, I, I don't have a body. I don't have a mouth. I don't actually exist in your plane, but I really need you to tell my story, man. Can you do that for me? You're the only one that can do this for me. And you'd be like, all right, what do I got? Well, I'm, I'm a dad, I'm a radiologist, uh, and I'm a writer. So you would draw on the skill set that you've had to express this idea. I don't know how you do it, depending on what you heard or how you could put it all together, so that you could show somebody else what this, spirit or what this energy had showed you. So likewise, whatever you end up manifesting, it's going to look like you did it. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: it'll probably be very different than anything you did before because it's like you were working for somebody else. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't about your prerogative. You were using your skill set and your discretion to try to express somebody else's idea. Uh So I don't, literally, I don't literally think I was possessed by anybody else. I recognized that it was a function that, of myself that was emerging through me. I'm sorry, an aspect of myself that was emerging. But that's how I felt as I was working on it. It was like my job is to use what I am good at to express Emily's philosophy and Emily's energy. So, of course, it's going to sound like an Espanol's It's because Espanol made this fucking record. She sings on it, and I play on it, and I wrote it. But I'm working for Emily. My job was to create the project that would express Emily's energy, you know?
1: I hear you. So so it's interesting because, you know, I, I say this from time to time, and I, I don't know if you ever do this, but when something I do comes out really good and someone comes up to me and says, that was really great, and sometimes it's a little bit egotistical, I respond, that's what I do. That's, that I, I, put, I, I put all of me into it. And it sounds like that's what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, this. Yeah,
0: one... I mean, I don't, I don't mind saying unabashedly. I really think this is a great project. <laughs> I do. Yeah. It Um, I'm. It's real. It's. It sounds like what I wished it would sound like. I worked really hard on it, and and there's a lot of love in it, and there's a lot of trust in it. You know, trusting that if I did the best I could and made it sound beautiful, it would connect and other people would care about it. And I'm, I'm proud. I'm proud of the fact that all of us have the courage to try that and be like, yes, it's different and we don't really know what we're doing, but we trust that if We do it well and we do it sincerely and we make decisions that are based on the, the, the art and the heart in this project rather than if it's going to sell or be friendly to the radio or whatever, trusting that, that, it, that it will resonate and it will land. And more importantly than that, like, we had to do it, you know what I mean? I, I had to do this project. I didn't have an option. I knew that this is what I had to say right now. I knew that I wouldn't be satisfied with anything else. And I'm just so proud that it worked.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you know
0: and, what I mean, I,
1: and, and is it fair to say that Emily's not a jazz musician, but certainly Esperanza is? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And there, it's 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 pleasantly in a lot of places. I mean, I hear funk, progressive rock. I, I was a prog rock head back in the seventies. I hear fusion. Mm-hmm. I certainly hear. Uh, some people talk about Prince. I actually hear a mix between Joni Mitchell and Zappa, but. I definitely hear your friend and I know your mentor, Wayne Shorter.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I hope if one ounce of his essence has made it into this project, we're going to be all right. <laughs> my favorite. My, I really hear his influence. Actually, I didn't even mention it in the last song. I want it now. Uh-huh. Like I saw so much. Now that I'm, I can step back from it. I see all the shit that I saw straight up. Like there's this path, there's this chord progression that goes over the root. That's like straight out of um, Pandora Awakens. I mean, it's like it's literally now I realize it's literally something that he does in that song, was in a different key. <laughs> <It's> like a <laughs> series of triads, triad inversions that move over this uh, over this root, and it's like oops. That's definitely Wayne's. I took it. Wow. Um, but, yeah. and, and I want to say, even though he had never, he never heard the music, but as I was talking about the philosophy of it and just kind of being nervous to like not knowing if it was worth doing or like wondering if it was just what, I don't know. He always would say like, you got to do it. Yeah, man, go for it. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, go, go, you know, and, um, yeah, do it, do it. He always was encouraging me and, um, right around the time that I was doing this project, we asked him to define jazz, and he said, "Jazz means I dare you." And I heard <laughs> that, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" So if I really want to honor my uh, devotion to this music, if I hear a dare from my interviews, I have to answer, you know? I yeah. Have to. I have to. And um And and just because it doesn't sound like jazz music, it's like that's that's a dare too. It's like I dare you to step out and do some shit that doesn't <laughs> that um you know, isn't in your wheelhouse and, and stand by that and be okay with that and be okay that you're not impressing any jazz heads with your technique or what you shed, the fact you can use the idiom and just like stand by that and be like, yeah, guys, it's cool. Like, I'm not doing that right now and it's okay.
1: In, in Ted Pankin's Jazz's cover story <laughs> coming out this month, he describes your new album and, and he, he, I'll quote him, she sequences the lyrics on the subjects of love, self-empowerment, race, class, Judas, and other matters into an ambiguous narrative and her supple soprano voice more than does justice to the memorable melodies. And you cannot read that and not wanna go listen to your record. Okay. So with that, you're taking this, I'm, I'm assuming on the road ASAP.
0: Yeah, in a couple days. You ready? Hell yeah. I mean, I don't care. Man, I care and I don't care. Uh-huh. I don't know how to explain that any better. It's like, um, I care in the sense that I want it to be great. And I want it to continue to become better and better. And I will not settle for any aspect that I think is weak or standing in the way of, the total, the whole being as great as it can be. Mm-hmm. And I recognize that there's no other way to get there except for going through the shitty part. <laughs> and where you're like, oh, God, this is not ready, but we're here, so let's figure it out. I mean, I don't, I, I don't mind looking shitty. I don't mind sounding crappy sometimes in front of people if I'm reaching for something broader because it's inevitable. It's like I, I, I'm doing my best. I guess my point is I'm doing my absolute best I don't I don't know how else there are ways I can do better. I don't know them yet. But with what I know, I'm doing the best that I can do. I really am. I'm giving my all to this shit. And after that, you can't give a fuck. <laughs> because it's it's in a way it's like out of your hands, you know what I mean? We yeah. have to trust the work. I, I have to trust the work. I have to trust the people with me. And when we get up on the stage, even if tonight it's it's the version that we haven't solved this one part but we have to fucking go perform you have to trust that you're going to find it eventually. Uh-huh. And so on that night, I can't be tripping about the fact that this one part is unsolved because that's going to drag me down from fully giving everything else that I, that I trust is ready to, to deliver to you what we came to deliver. So, well, yeah, I'm ready for all of that. And, and I, and I accept the shortcomings as part of the process. So I, I care and I don't care. You know what I mean?
1: I hear you. Well, the album is wonderful. You definitely sound ready. Thank you. And I can't wait to see this show live. And I hope to catch it. It comes down to the south.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Please, please come on. Come on.
1: And I hope to speak with you soon again.
0: We will. This has been really lovely, man. Thank you.
1: All right. Well, again, great to talk to you. I hope to see you soon and uh best of luck with this new record. I don't think you need it. It's wonderful.
0: Oh bless you, man. I really
1: appreciate that you Thank
0: you. All right, you right. be well. All right now. Right. Bye and bye.